Hey gamers and podcast listeners, this is your boy Trey Turpin, the host of the Gamers Anonymous podcast presented by Finesse Kings Gaming. If you're addicted to all things video games, then you're in the right place. So make sure to subscribe and follow The Gap on all major podcast services so you do not miss a session. Also, go ahead and follow and like the Gamers Anonymous podcast Facebook page. Remember, admitting you have an addiction is the very first step. Yay! Hey, what's going on, podcast listeners and gamers? You already know who it is. This is your host, Trey Turpin, and you are listening to the Gamers Anonymous podcast. Uh, Today, I got uh, two good brothers of mine that are actually going to join me on this episode to have this lovely discussion. Um, You already know I got uh, my boy, Tommy Harless. What's going on, bro? What's good? How are you, Brody? I'm good, bro. Uh, thank you for joining me this time. I know I missed you on the last episode, so it's good having you back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I missed it, man. I, I listened to it, though. You did really well, bro, holding that down, for sure. Hey, appreciate that. Appreciate that. And uh, so I'm glad that you're here once again. And I also have another special guest. Uh, he's making his uh, first debut here on the Gamers Anonymous podcast. Uh, it's definitely my other brother, the one, you know, I would say that got me into gaming. Um, you know, he's here and joining us. Uh, and his name is Shane Turpin. What's going on, bro? What's going on, bro, man? How y'all doing? I'm glad to be here. You know, appreciate the opportunity to discuss the gaming scene of 2020. Of course. I'm glad that uh, you're able to make it, you know. Um you know, I, I've been wanting to get you on this podcast for a long time, try to get all my brothers on here, you know, because like I said, without you guys, um, you know, my love for gaming wouldn't be uh, where it is today. So glad to have you on here. Uh, if you guys didn't know, this is episode 09. So we're almost to that double digit mark to uh, episode 10. Uh, man, it's been a long road, but I loved every minute of it. Um, I just want to go ahead and say thank you guys you know always want to show thanks to the ones that are supporting me you know i appreciate everything and uh this is definitely going to be a special episode man i can't wait to discuss these topics uh to you guys and uh man like i said it's going to be a good episode so before we get started uh i just want to go ahead and tell you guys to make sure to subscribe and like the podcast on whatever podcast device you're listening to it on right now uh just go ahead and review us if you could that would really help us out a lot and uh like i said i just want to say thank you um so i'm the question that i gotta ask you guys uh what have you guys been up to i'm gonna go ahead and start with uh shane i know usually when i have new guests on here uh go ahead and just give us a little brief uh intro on you know what got you into gaming and what games you like to play Okay, I mean, you pretty much know this, but I'll go ahead and touch base on everything. Uh, you know, you know, I grew up on you know Nintendo, Sega. You know, playing. Uh, you know, I'm real fond of you know Resident Evil games, RPGs. Um, you know, uh, you know, I like the scary, the horror type stuff. Uh, you know, uh, you know, of course, shooters. Who, who doesn't love a run 'em up shooter game? You know, anywhere from Call of Duty to Battlefield. You know, we really got 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 started heavy on that Battlefield back before it really blew up. And I've uh, just been interested in gaming all my life. You know how we used to sit around and just, you know, play video games all day. You know, <laughs> all day. I used to watch you play it. Like, like I said, I'd be like, hey, can you play this game? I just want to watch you. So. Right. So, you know, we've been doing this for a long time since since the PS1 days and, you know, Metal Gear Solid. And, you know, that's pretty much the type of games I'm into. So. OK. OK. And uh, what have you currently been playing now? Currently, man, I've been kind of out of touch of the scene a little bit. I mean, I've been playing a little Fortnite, <clears throat> a little uh, the Call of Duty. You know, what I mean, I've, I've been playing a little bit of that uh, Minecraft Dungeons a little bit. uh but besides that, that's been my main go-to's this past few weeks. And uh, how do you, how are you liking that Minecraft Dungeons? Man, it, it, it's all right. I've only played it about four times, but uh, 
I mean, it's pretty much what you would expect it to be. You know what I mean? Uh, it's you know what I mean. It reminds you of Minecraft, but it's just in a in a dungeon like, you know what I mean, type game. You know what I mean? Where you and four people can get together and run around and tear stuff up. You know? Yeah, like Diablo esque. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just uh, curious because I know I played it a little bit too, and uh, it's actually like you said, it's actually you know a pretty fun game. Uh, it's like you said, is what you would expect that genre would be like a dungeon crawler type deal. And uh, yeah, I like it. I haven't really touched it that much. It's probably more fun if you play with other people. So I probably would have to link up with you or try it uh, with someone else. Or, you know, if we get if we can all get together and probably try it just to uh, play something different, man. But OK. But other than that, I'm uh, bro. What about you? What you been? Uh, I have to be specific now. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, what have you been up this past week or so? What you been doing? Um, I've been playing uh, definitely Call of Duty. Um, I, I've reached a uh, hundred on the uh, battle pass, so I, I've been playing that. But I did You're that finished. Yeah, yeah, I maxed it out, man. So that was one of my goals. So I'm definitely done with that. So I really don't want to worry about that too much anymore. But I've been playing uh, Bully heavy i never got to play that game i know it was a ps2 game but i never got to play it so um, my girlfriend was actually the one who put me on to it because she had it on the playstation 2 and she was like oh it's a good game and i i watched her play it like once or twice but i never played it myself so i just started playing it it's really good i'm in chapter three of it right now i'm really enjoying that game and then i also started playing grand theft auto 5 again i wanted to play the story again just that just to play it again because it had been a while and I, I never really played it on the xbox one like that so um i remember playing it on a 360 but i just wanted to touch base on that story again and see you know see what it is again so that's what i've really been playing uh for this past week okay and uh you know real quick so i know like pretty much bully is like the teenage version of uh grand theft auto mm -hmm. like and you've recently like you said for the first time ever you started playing san andreas the original san andreas of course and yeah. uh like i know you said like you were really into that but just you know those games aging like mm -hmm. you know it kind of turned you off a little bit so what do you like what are you more what are you feeling more like is bully a better game to jump into even though it's aged just as much as grand theft auto san andreas or do they feel the same no i i think bully's different for me for me personally for the for the grand theft auto san andreas i just felt like it was outdated and looked outdated this one's from the 360 so the graphics aren't as bad to me anyway the quality and plus like how he goes to class that's something totally yeah. different you know what i mean so it's like a nice switch up and like you got to be in class by this time and do this and then like you know you it's really like class like i was over here doing geography bro and some of them country like you got to match the flags up with the country bro i was stumped like i was like i need a map of europe and so because i'm like i didn't i knew like where france was and then italy and i knew like those couple and then i was stumped with the rest of i was just trying to put them up there anywhere and it was just like nope nope wrong i'm like man <laughs> so like it, it was hard like some of them are easy like you know the biology where you gotta dissect the frog and stuff like that. that's cool you know and plus it's kind of like i get to revisit my um adolescence you know being in school you know because it and it's a good it's a good brain teaser for you because it keeps you engaged and like keeps you thinking you know because it's not like you know everything like the geography like i said i didn't i knew like france and italy where those countries was and I, the rest of them i was stumped so it's a good brain teaser and a challenge a bit for you. Um, that's where I think it differentiates for me, you know. And like you said, it's kind of like you get to revisit your adolescence too because, like, you're in school. Granted, we didn't go to a private school because it's kind of like that's what kind of Bullworth Academy is, like a private school. You know, I went to public school. So that's where it's different for me, but I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I think it's a really nice switch up for sure. Yeah, no, I know you make me want to jump back into it because uh, mm -hmm. I know, it, like you said, it's just like school. Like you can miss class if you want to, but mm -hmm. that's when like you potentially uh, might get caught as well. Yeah, truancy. Yep, yep. You're committing truancy. Yeah, so that's that's really the big part of it. And and like you know, what I mean, so it, it's pretty cool to see that. And and the dude Jimmy Hopkins, he's not he's not a bad guy. He's you can tell he means well. He just has to do what he has to do sometimes. So 
That's what I like yeah. about it. Yeah. Sounds. I think that's like every uh, GTA character. Like mm-hmm. they all mean well, but they right. do bad things from time to time. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, except Trevor. I think Trevor just liked to cause destruction, though. Like he was just yeah. kind of wild. But like, like you said, all the other ones was like, yeah, they just, you know, nice guys. They just got to do what they got to do sometimes. Okay. Okay. Well, definitely. Uh, I know for me, uh, this past week, I want to let you guys know. I know I talked about it the past couple episodes. I finally finished that Hellblade game. Uh, game was actually, it was a pretty nice game, man. I was, uh, in the words of Tommy, thoroughly pleased. And, uh, it was it was really fun. I would definitely recommend any of you guys to go check it out, man. You know, I'm not going to overhype it for you guys because uh definitely there was things that could be better, but it was a it was a good game. Um I'm actually I've been getting back into Rainbow Six Siege here recently. Like I've been having that itch to jump in and actually play around and just uh, there's been a new uh, a couple new operators that I haven't played with yet. So I'm just experimenting with them and uh, I'm having a blast jumping back into it. Um, and also I've been doing the Warzone, uh, been playing with Tommy and our boy Steve, uh, not the Warzone, but Call of Duty in general. And we, we did play Warzone and we actually came close to winning, but. You know, it never happens the way we want it to happen. Facts. But but uh, definitely, uh, I think it sounds like we're going to go ahead and just wrap this up and get started with the next topics. I uh, also just want to let you guys know, uh, if you guys hear a baby crying in the background, uh, sounds like my wife is dealing with him, uh, trying to get him to calm down and stuff. So don't mind him. You know, he's a, he's a little crybaby, but I love him. <laughs> Yeah, but okay. But like I said, that's everything. We're going to go ahead and move into the very first topic. All right. So the first topic we're going to talk about on this episode, um, it's a. I think this is one of like the greatest news that I've heard here recently. Like, I think this is just amazing on what they're trying to do, but it's the Summer Game Fest demo event which is, of course, the Summer Game Fest is uh, the event brought to you by Jeff Keighley, who does the Game Awards every December. He's doing this event throughout the whole summer, and he's actually partnering or, yeah, I would say partnering with uh, Microsoft and Xbox to do this event. And pretty much what it is, I'm going to give you the rundown. It's pretty much an event that usually if you go to E3, on the show floor, they would have like all the game developers and indie game developers would have their games on the show floor for people to play. Well, since there's no E3, they're Microsoft and Jeff Keighley, they're gonna go ahead and present this to you guys on the Xbox specifically. So during the week of July 21st through the 27th, they're going to be dropping 60 plus game demos from the ID at Xbox on your Xbox One and you're able to play them, test them out and give feedback. So, of course, they're in, most of them are going to be indie games, um, but there's also games like uh, Destroy All Humans, the remaster. That's also going to be part of this as well. So you can test that out before you decide to buy it. And. Of course, you know, some of them are going to be like betas or they're going to be buggy and glitchy because, excuse me, not a lot of them are finished yet. So I just want to uh, let you guys express. I wanted to let you guys know that, you know, definitely if you guys were bored of playing any type of games this summer, definitely check this out because you'll probably find all kinds of new experiences to play and everything. And I just wanted to inform you guys on it because I think it's a really cool thing. Uh, but what about you, Shane? What do you think about this event and uh, Jeff Keighley actually partnering with Xbox and strictly Xbox and not Sony? Uh, well, first, just to touch base, I just want to say as far as the 60 plus game demos, man, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited about that in, in, in a sense, because, I mean, it kind of, it's kind of taking you back to like you know, the nostalgia of old gaming. You know what I mean? You, you, I remember back in the day, like when we played games and whatnot. I remember we downloaded demos and we played demos for weeks. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> you know, That's straight facts right there. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, so like sometimes just a demo satisfies us, but 
you know, but back on topic as far as the event, as far as the event, I'm also excited about that, man. Like, uh, like I, 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 Xbox, man, they, they, they got a, they got a lot riding on this. I feel like because, <clears throat> because I feel like, well, first of all, you know, like. I feel like, you know, the last event, what happened and how they kind of let people down and, you know, misconfused everybody or whatever with the situations. It kind of reminded me of last gen console uh, episodes, you know, as far as like them starting off and like mis just misleading. So I feel like this event, they really have to like step it up and show what they got. You know what I mean? They like, exactly <laughs> like they 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 got to get everybody in line with, with everything and show everything, you know what I mean? They got to show their cards, you know? It's that time. Uh, the new consoles will be here real soon, you know what I mean? Um, and so I just feel like they, they've got a lot to prove. Uh, so, like, I'm definitely excited, man. Like, I, I really want to see what they, what they got here. But I don't want to get too excited because, you know, who wants to get let down, <laughs> you know? Yeah, not me. But, uh... I mean, like I said, they they got a lot going for them, you know what I mean? And for them to do this event, it's just, it only makes sense, you know? It only makes sense with, with everything going on, you know, with the COVID and whatnot going on in the world today and just how everything, like we were talking earlier, how everything's transitioning to online-based and whatnot. I mean, I agree with you. Like you said, they have no, like, this is the perfect time to do something like this because of, with everything going on. So I actually think, just like you were saying, it's very important for Xbox to execute this well. And like you said, I wouldn't get too excited because we say 60 plus games, but it's probably going to be a bunch of games that, you know, like we don't know what they are or they're not going to scratch our itch of the games that we're looking for and stuff. So definitely keep that in mind. But what about you, TA? Uh, like, what do you think about this whole event and you know them bringing pretty much e3 to us gamers uh just to piggyback off what shane said definitely i'm excited for the 60 plus demos even though it may not be 60 plus demos um so just well the, don't mean to cut you off but they are they said it was going to be 60 plus but it could eventually be a uh, 75 plus like eventually up to 75 got you got you so that's good that's good and if you hear my son i apologize he just woke up <laughs> so um but yeah definitely um I don't, I don't i'm excited for that and i hope that you know microsoft slash xbox and the summer game event definitely do us justice I, i'm sure they will um but i'm excited for those demos because like you said it kind of gets boring especially over the summer just playing the same repetitive games waiting for like because usually august is when all the games start coming out, um, like the new year games start re being released. So right now we're in that stale window of not really any games being released. So that, exactly. that'll True. definitely give us a boost and an idea of what we can expect to come maybe, maybe later this year or even next year or maybe even two years from now, um, depending on when they want to release these games that they're going to showcase to us. Um, but that that's my big thing, like kind of what Shane said, you know, the demos is what got me excited because like he said you know back in the day we did play demos for you know if that game didn't come out till august and that demo released in june we were playing that john every day until it released and you were able to get it uh i remember those days especially with like the sports games i remember i would play them joints the demos repetitively till the i got the new one so that's exciting for me as a gamer for sure yeah you guys pretty much you know it hit the tip of the nail on that one um you know, because I feel the exact same way. Like, I'm excited. I think this is much needed, especially during this time and the summer months. Like TA was saying that, you know, these this is when gaming kind of slows down. I'm sure that's going to change here in the future because the beginning of the year used to be slow, too. But now games are coming out all year round. So I kind of would like for it, too, because you think about the summer break, like I know everybody's on summer break, though, like except for us who are not in school and everything like that or taking vacations. But this is the time you would think they won't want to sell to kids because kids are at home most of the time during summer break. So it's like give them something to play. But yeah. Yeah. And it's more relevant because mm -hmm. like back when we were kids, you know, we were still going outside to play. Right. And, like we didn't spend too much time indoors. 
you know right. but now like kids you know why do they need to go outside like they they got all their entertainment on their tablets phones game consoles tv everything so okay but yeah uh, I just wanted to, you know, let you guys know about this event. Make sure you don't miss it. It's the Summer Game Fest demo event, and it's starting July 21st and ending on the 27th. So uh, definitely make sure to check that out, and it's going to be on Xbox. All right, so we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. All right, so our next topic here is another quick one. Um, this is actually the one that a lot of us have been waiting for. Like we all know that Xbox are, is supposed to be doing their, um, you know, their big games reveal from first party this month. We just didn't know when, but Xbox uh, here recently went ahead and tweeted out and they said that it's actually happening on July 23rd. So during that same week that the Summer Game Fest demo event is going to happen, the Xbox Game Showcase is happening on July 23rd. Um, I know uh, it's going to be a live stream, so it's going to be a little different from what Sony did last month. Um, you know, I wouldn't expect price for the new console or release date or anything like that. Um, and, you know, there's a rumor of there being another console. That's also not going to be shown during this event as well. And go ahead and expect that they're actually going to talk a lot about Game Pass as well. Because I think, like, if you haven't noticed from, like, the last couple episodes, we talked about all these leaks and rumors. It seems like Xbox is focusing on services and providing tons of games for those services. So... I just want to express my excitement for this event. I'm glad that is happening. I'm glad we know the date. Like, for real, like, this just made the hype even more, like, way above my expectations. Like, I, I can't wait for this event. Um, what about you guys? What about you, TA? How excited are you to finally know that it's happening July 23rd? Oh, yeah, that's that's exciting because uh, they, they actually got me contemplating taking the day off from work uh just to watch this event so that way i can deep dive into it and really get to know what's going on um but i'm excited as a gamer definitely and an xbox fan um that they're gonna show us you know um first party games not just halo um i know they're gonna probably that's gonna probably be their main point is halo but i'm excited to see other games than halo i know halo is gonna be a great game they're always pretty good uh, I'm just excited to see what those 15 studios uh, that they purchased have been working on, you know, over these past years or a couple years that they've been acquired by Microsoft. That's my main thing is seeing new IPs because we as Microsoft or Xbox gamers, I should say, we haven't really had any new IPs this past console generation. Um, and, and we're definitely long overdue for one because um, Sony they had so many this year we we wished we would have had at least a tenth of what they had so i'm just excited as a gamer to see those exclusives and those uh new ips that those new studios that have been acquired by microsoft have been working on that's definitely what i'm excited for okay and uh shane what about you what do you think about this event and uh like you were talking about uh a little bit earlier in the episode like how important is this event uh, like I, like I said earlier, like I, said, I feel like this event is real important because, like I said, the, the last little showcase they had, uh, you know, like I said, let people down. They were kept saying they were going to show live gameplay, live footage, and we didn't receive any of that, you know. So uh, I feel like, you know, this is they, – they got to make do with their promises here. They got to actually show some things, show some footage here. Of course, Game Pass, uh, you know – you know, I like Game Pass, man. Like, I'm a supporter of it. Uh, I actually like Game Pass. So, uh, you know, that's definitely going to be a big highlight of theirs. I feel like it is one of their gems that they have uh, <clears throat> over Sony. Uh, but, uh, like, I'm definitely excited for the event. You know, it's just like I, like, I don't want to get my hopes up too high. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, so it just, just pretty much got to wait till the 23rd. And hope they hope they come forth with some things we've been wanting to see, you know. Exactly. So it sounds like we're excited, but we don't want to get too excited because we've been let down in the past. And 
Like, I'm actually, I think I agree with you guys. This is the most important. Like, Xbox needs to execute this show very well. So, hopefully it, uh, you know, it delivers. And like I said, I can't wait. If for some reason they don't execute this well, um, like, Shane, what do you think? Like, do you think this is the end of Xbox or like it's just not going to look good this generation if they don't convey this the message that you know we all expect i wouldn't go as far as to say the end of xbox man xbox has got a big hold in the in the gaming industry especially with buying up all these studios and they're really invested so they're just not going away <laughs> you know but i just think as far as uh this next console generation is concerned and uh you know, for them to be able to, you know, lure in new people and keep the people that they have, you know, from maybe switching or whatnot, they just have to be more open and direct with the things that they say. And, you know what I mean? Like, if they say it, mean it. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> so, uh, like I said, I, I feel like a lot's riding on this as far as to instill people's confidence in the Microsoft as a brand that they're trying to build. You know, they're trying to build this ecosystem. So it's like, you know, you, you got to be able to entrust in them. You know what I mean? Because, you know what I mean? Once you buy into it, you're, you're, you're locked into it. You know what I mean? So. Like, so do you think, so Tommy, so with the, you know, with them having this game showcase, like, is it a smart move? Like, do you think they should announce price date and the release date? or yeah price and release date for the new console and or should they just like ignore it and just focus strictly on games and what the roadmap for xbox is going to be within the next couple years um that's a that's a good question i i, I really like that question i feel like for this event they though they should just focus on games um definitely prove that you can do one thing at a time because kind of like what shane touched base on earlier in his uh soliloquy um you know they lied to us in the last event they did the may event they kind of lied to us and they didn't give us what we wanted as gamers they didn't give us legit gameplay it was all kind of cgi trailers so i want them just to be able to prove that hey you know like kind of what shane said you know this is what we're going to give you guys and we're going to deliver on that and deliver on what they're going to give us so if they're going to give us gameplay give us gameplay and i want them to deliver on that you know so i would rather them just take one step at a time instead of trying to you know show us games then if they show us the console well that's going to take away from the games you know because that's going to be the headliner everybody's going to forget what you saw um when we, they were showing those games everybody's going to forget that if they show the console and the and the um price of it that's going to go away so i feel like they would be selling themselves short to do that now if they want to do that in another event, so like, you know, if they want to do like an August event where they can show that, you know, then or maybe a September, whenever they want to do that, that's fine. You know, but I feel like for this particular event that they're going to have on the 23rd of July, they need to stick straightly, stick straightly to games and gameplay. That way, when we gamers walk out of that event or stop watching that event, I should say, because nobody's really going to be there, um, we should be able to say, OK, well. You know, Halo Infinite looks good, but this game looks good too. Or that's a new IP. We we ain't seen that before, you know, or this is a new IP. So, you know, it'll keep the conversation talking about their games and, you know, what we're excited for as gamers instead of just talking about the console. So that's my view on it. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Like, I think they should focus strictly on games um, because, like, I feel like these past couple weeks or maybe month or so, like, we've been like over and over they've been talking about oh, backwards compatibility generational support and all this stuff like we get it already like you know just we want to see these games right mm -hmm. and like that's all we want to see and we want to see like you said new ips or i know that the leaks of a perfect dark or a rumor for perfect dark like a lot of people are mixed about that they're like oh, i'd rather have a new ip or you know over uh an established ip that we've had before but don't show don't you guys realize god of war wasn't a new ip but they reinvented that game mm -hmm. it's a totally different game now so i feel like perfect perfect dark it's been gone for over 15 years 
and the last game that came out wasn't well received. So I feel like Perfect Dark, um, you know, I, I would love to see that too, as long as it's a new experience. But yeah, I agree with you guys. Definitely gameplay and games. That's what we want to see this event. All right. But that's enough on this topic here. We're going to go ahead and go to our final and last topic. All right. So our final topic here, uh, it's a very, this is the one I've been seeing the most here recently, uh, these past few days or a week or so. Um, and it's the NBA 2K1 uh, about them announcing the release date and then the price for current gen and next gen. But uh, I'm actually going to go ahead and let Tommy take over this and he's going to, uh, you know, break down what's going on. So. Uh, all right. So uh, NBA 2K21, um, if you guys don't know, um, they released their covers um, for not only this current gen, but the next gen as well. So we have on the current gen, we have Damian Lillard as a covered athlete. So that's big ups to him. Dame time. That's definitely well-deserved. Um, we have Kobe Bryant as the Mamba forever edition cover athlete for the Xbox uh, one and PS4 edition. He's wearing number eight on that one. And then the PS five and Xbox series X covers. We have Zion Williamson as the um, cover athlete for that one. Um, and, that's uh, very shocking. Uh, I was actually surprised with that pick, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and then the Mamba Forever edition again, you know, for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X is Kobe Bryant again in the 24 jersey. Um, so that's definitely, um, I'm glad to see that. I kind of figured it was going to be Kobe anyway. He's definitely a, been a big contributor and ambassador for basketball, and he's well deserving of that cover for sure. Um, now, I will go ahead and tell you guys that the price point for the current gen, so Xbox One and PS4, is $59.99 and $99.99 if you want to get the Mamba Forever Edition, which is the one I will probably get. Um, and then the release date for that is September the 4th. Now, I can tell you that if you do buy the Mamba Forever Edition on the current gen, then you will get the next gen, so the PS5 or the Xbox Series X version, for free. I can tell you that. Um, now, if you want to just wait until, you know, PS5 or Xbox One Series X releases um, and you want to just pick up the Zion Williamson cover, or um, that would be $69.99. So that's about a $10 difference there. And then again, the Kobe one, the Mamba Forever Edition is $99.99. So $100 if you buy it on PS5 or Xbox Series X. Um, and I can tell you that there is my team cross progression so that's good so like the points the tokens the cards and progress crossover so that's really good and there is going to be a shared vc wallet so if you go ahead and start it on the ps4 xbox one and you transition over to the series x or the ps5 then your vc will transfer over there with you um so that's really good so um shane what do you think about this news about the 2k21 cover and the price hike as well uh yeah, first of all, let me say uh RIP to the Black Mamba one Bad. time. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> but uh you know, as far as uh the price hike, man, uh I mean I feel like it is it's well overdue, man. I mean, games have been sixty bucks for how long now? I mean about I think oh five oh six was the last time it went up to sixty dollars, so somewhere in there. You know, so that's well over 10 years, you know, and I, I feel like the price hike was well overdue, you know, I mean, for it to only be 10 bucks, I mean, can I complain? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I can always, I can always find a reason to, you know, to complain, but I mean, do I want to pay more? No, I do not. But is $10 going to kill me? No, not if the quality of the games is actually better and they're actually putting more into these games. You know what I mean? So, you know, I definitely understand under, understand the price hike. Right, right, yeah. definitely. Um, so, Trey, what do you think about it? Uh, man, I like I'm actually on the cover aspect. I'm actually with you on this one. Like Damian Lillard, definitely deserving of it. Um, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, wasn't he on an NBA Live cover as well? He was. I, I think it was like 
15 or 16 yeah. i think it was 15 16 one of them yeah yeah so that's i think that's pretty dope that you're on more than one even though the latter is not the greatest nba franchise but just that you was on two different covers of two different nba video games that's uh telling you something there uh so it's definitely well deserving and zion like i'm with you like i mean to be honest i could care less like you know he's on the cover yeah but like he hasn't really proved himself to be like to be on a cover like I, i'm pretty sure a lot of players think you know it's a big deal like if you make the cover like you you did something like you're deserving of it but for you to just have only hype and you only played you didn't even play half a season he played 19 say, games 19 that's what i'm saying <laughs> like you're not really showing anybody anything. So, you know, not hating on him. I just think like, you know, as gamers and sports, uh, you know, people who are interested in sports and the athletes themselves, they take this, you know, it's a high honor to be featured on um, the gaming cover. So there, but, and then, like I said, it just makes sense for Kobe, man. Like, you know, like I'm not even like Kobe is just so sad to, you know, reminisce or just to think about what happened but i think this is a huge honor that 2k is doing it only just makes sense so it's only right exactly i do think that uh the mamba forever edition is the better deal especially mm -hmm. on either gen you go especially if you buy it now it's a hundred dollars and then you get the next gen upgrade for free right you know but if you don't buy it and you wait until next gen i mean like it's only like it's a ten dollar difference like you guys were saying but I, I still feel like the mamba forever edition is the same price like it's not like it's a hundred for current gen and then 110 for next gen no it's a hundred on both gens so i think if you were to buy it the uh, mamba forever edition would be the one to go with um but on that price point man like i know we've talked about it before and i've even talked about it uh, I think it was in the very first podcast that that I did. Like, I really do think that, you know, it's been long overdue. Like, I'm surprised they didn't jump last generation or this current generation now. Um, and I remember hearing multiple times from um, Ryan McCaffrey, the host of a podcast Unlocked uh, with IGN. He actually uh, said a couple times about like inflation. He said that pretty much $60 back in 05 was equivalent to like $76 and some change today. Mm -hmm. So definitely I'm surprised they're not making games $80 and they're just making it, you know, 70 or 69.99. Yep. So if this is actually true and I think it is, I, I think like why would one game be $70 and then the rest are still with the 59.99? Unless it's like first party, because I know Nintendo did it too. Like when Nintendo was coming out with games, they didn't do that price hike until the Switch came out. Their games were forty nine ninety nine, like during the Wii era and the uh, Wii U. Mm -hmm. So now they've actually caught up and started making games fifty nine ninety nine. So I just think it's long overdue. Uh, like Shane was saying, do I want to pay more? No, but you know, I think that the developers deserve more you know they work so hard to make these games like man it's demanding being a game developer like you hear all these critics and everyone criticizing your game and like you put so much time and effort into it you know and like you barely get any payoff so i feel like if they get more money <laughs> i wouldn't care what anybody say about me or what i created so got you got you yeah um i, I agree with you guys both um definitely man one time for the mamba uh i appreciate kobe definitely been watching him since i was a kid so it's well deserved for him to be on the cover at the same time um uh, definitely one of the clutchest players i've seen in a long time so his big shot making is crazy um and zion i, I like zion but i feel like the cover is a little too early for him i saw something on facebook that said it took lebron like three a crazy it was like 320 some or 3000 some some days to get on the cover of a 2k which was 2k 14 that was his first cover and it took zion 19 games maybe it was the games it was like 3000 some games 
to get on the cover of a game. And then for, for Zion, it was 19 games. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Um, I feel like 2K is hyping him up, but it's well-deserved. I mean, granted, he was a high school phenomenon and all that good stuff, and he did really great at Duke. Um, but in the NBA, I feel like you got to earn it a little bit more than just 19 games. That's just my opinion. Exactly. Uh, um, and as far as the price hike, um, I'm kind of on board with what you guys said. You know, I'm definitely getting the Mama Forever edition, um, you know, on the current gen. Um, that way, you know, if I do get it, you know, Series X or the PS5, um, but the, probably the Series X, then I can just go ahead and port over to that one. Um so I'm not really too worried about the price hike as of right now, but do I think it'll become the new norm for games? I definitely do. And my only thing with the price hike is it's, it's kind of like you re-referenced Ryan McCaffrey, um, Trey. So I'm kind of referencing him too. I watched a video of his that he did that kind of touched base on the price hike. Um, and he said, you know, it's understandable why they're doing it, but the timing of it couldn't be worse. Um, you know, because of what's going on in the world um, with this pandemic and, you know, people are out of jobs. And I mean, yeah, we're getting unemployment, but the timing of it, I don't think is a good time. And also to lead with a game that, you know, for all intents and purposes, there is gambling in it. You know, 2K21, it is a ga- kind of a gambling game. Like, look at my team, you know, they're selling packs and you, you're not guaranteed to get the greatest cards, you know. So that's gambling in itself. And then, you know, in the my career aspect of it, you know, they have where you can go spin the wheel and stuff like that. And they have like a casino in there. So I don't think 2K was the best option to showcase the new price point. Now, you know, um, and even if they would have did it with, let's say, Halo, I think that would have took some flack, too. But and more so Microsoft than, you know, Halo itself. Um but I feel like I would have rather seen it with the Halo game than the 2K game. You know, 2K is always trying to be groundbreaking. But in this aspect, I don't think they were the right company to debut that price point. Although, you know, they had to do it eventually. But I just don't think they were the best ones to go ahead and set that off. That's just my opinion. Um, and um, it, it, from the sounds of it, you know, just reading over this information in the notes here, it looks like that, you know, there's going to be no my career progression. So I'm thinking with the newest, um, the new gen, like the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, that the my career aspect is going to be something totally different from the current gen. So that I'm excited to see what the difference is and how much different it really is because there is no port over. It sounds like you have to start over if you do upgrade to the PS5 or the Xbox Series X um, if you are a my career player. So that's what I'm really looking forward to and interested in uh, to see for sure. Like, like it's interesting that you bring that up because they might uh, just real quick, like the, they might not even include the, my career on the current gen and just Mm. do it for, you know, next gen. Because I mean, I feel like it, like you said, it just makes sense for them both to be like their, my career be on both. But I just feel like people they play it. Well, no, they actually need it in order to the my park. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Do you really so, think they would do that? Just, because that is one of their biggest selling points is my yeah. career, and my that's career what, ties yeah. into my park. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. and then that's where the streamers make their money is playing yeah. my. I mean, some of them do my team. You know, some of them do do that, but the majority of them is my career and my park. You know, that them playing that. So I don't see how. 2k could make a game now without my career or my park you know in there i feel like that wouldn't even go over well with the fans at all so that that's just my perspective on it and i i feel like that the my careers are going to be different they have to be there's no way that you can't have cross progression if the my careers are totally different you know because look at my team obviously that's not going to be different and they have cross progression from one generation to the next. So what about my career? Why is it not capable of doing that? You know, so it has to be something totally different. I feel like. Yeah, I agree Uh, to wrap everything up. They, um, I could actually see something like they'll have my career on the current gen, but it might not have like the, like the movie aspect or like, you know, the whole, 
uh, cut scenes and all of this, this, that, and the third. Like, right. probably it'll probably just be like how it was back in like two K twelve, two K thirteen, like yeah. or whenever where it was just like, oh, you play, you get drafted, and then you play games. Versus mm-hmm. this whole movie on why you decided to become an NBA star and doing all of this, they might just save that for next gen. Right, right, definitely, I agree so. with that. Okay. Okay. That's uh, NBA 2K21 and the uh, a little bit of discussion on the price hike. Um, you know, hopefully it's well deserved for the extra money. Like Shane said, uh, we definitely like you know if if we're paying a little bit more, we better be getting more out of the game. So for sure. Okay. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show. All right. So, uh, of course, before I fully wrap up the show, I'd like to go ahead and drop some news for you guys. Um, I do know that here recently, I know we've talked about it in previous episodes, but there has been a lot of rumblings about Microsoft is really interested in WB games. And Phil Spencer says that the momentum for acquiring studios hasn't slowed down yet. So, he definitely has the backing of Microsoft CEO and CFO. And he's pretty much saying like, hey, man, the momentum is still going strong. We're not done yet at acquiring studios. So it it definitely sounds like, you know, this could be a possibility for Xbox. But still, though, $4 billion is, it, I think, is a lot. And um, especially if they buy these studios and don't get a deal with the licensing of uh, Harry Potter, Lego, and... Um, you know, the DC universe. That man. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then also Ghost of Tsushima releases uh, this upcoming Friday on June 17th. So definitely that's a big game because it's the final major PS4 exclusive uh, right before next gen kicks off. So let's see if the success from The Last of Us Part 2 will carry over onto Ghost of Tsushima because they're saying this is one of the biggest games that Sony have put out here recently. So um, I'm excited for it. But uh, like I said, I, it's a new IP and it's open world. Uh, so I'm a little hesitant um, to see exactly how they flesh out this world and, um, you know, not make it so bland and engaging. So I'm definitely excited for that. Make sure you guys check out, be on the lookout for that. Um, there's also the Ubisoft is having their like, showcase event uh today which is on sunday so by the time you listen to this episode it might have already happened so definitely man if you guys listen to that that's happening and hope there might be a lot of games be announced that we might talk about in in a uh, upcoming episode Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that or go check it out if for some reason you haven't checked it out yet Um, and also we're actually going to go ahead after this episode next episode which hopefully it'll be like uh that weekend or sometime before we're actually going to do our predictions episode that's going to be episode 10 and it's going to be mainly and strictly our predictions on what we want to see what we think we're going to see and just how important this event is for the xbox brand so definitely stay tuned for that episode but uh, other than that, man, I just want to, you know, ask you guys, uh, what do you guys think about 2K21's cross-gen solution? Um, what do you guys think about the price increase? Um, and, you know, is the price increase justifiable? You know, like, it is it has it been long overdue? Also, uh, what do you guys think about over 60 plus games being playable at home? Uh, this is pretty much the closest thing to E3 um you know in my opinion so like i'm like i said i'm excited i'm excited to be able to be able to test out these brand new games or these brand new experiences whether they're indie double a triple a caliber or not so and then also how excited are you guys for the xbox game showcase on july 23rd like where's y'all's expectations um and like i said man make sure to look forward to next week's episode on when we do our whole predictions on, like I said, the whole event in general. So, but other than that, that's actually 
everything that we wanted to discuss about in this show. Uh, make sure to go ahead and follow and subscribe the Gamers Anonymous podcast on whatever uh, podcast platform you're listening to it on right now. We're, we're on pretty much every major podcasting platform, Apple, Spotify. Um, and like I said, we also have an anchor page. So make sure to check that out as well. Um, so I just want to say thank you guys for listening. Uh, you know, thank you, Shane and Tommy for being a part of this episode. Uh, really, Mac, uh, you know, hopefully we, we, all three of us can get together again for the next week for Definitely. our predictions. Yes, sir. And, thank uh, you for having me. Oh yeah. No problem. No problem. I mean, I appreciate you guys, you know, definitely you guys bring uh some character to this show and you know you guys make it better so um i'm gonna go ahead and just ask everyone if you haven't already like i said follow and subscribe the gap on whatever platform you're listening to it on and also follow your boy uh trey me of course follow me on twitter man it's at donnie trace d-o-n-n-y-t-r the number three s Donnie Trace, man, give me a follow, man. Like I said, all the gaming news and stuff I talk about on the podcast, I discuss it amongst the Twitter community. And I would love to have conversations with you guys about certain subjects or new announcements on anything, gaming, movies, uh, music, sports, anything, man. Just go ahead and follow me. Um, and Shane, do you have any plugs you want to throw out there? Nah, man, just keep checking out the show, man. Appreciate all the support. Okay, no doubt. And what about you, Tommy? Uh, just my Twitter, man. You can follow me at TomasFK15. So that's capital T, lowercase O, lowercase M, lowercase A, lowercase S, capital F, capital K, and the number 15. Uh, follow me on Twitter, man. Definitely. Hey, okay. See, definitely, guys, go ahead and make sure to follow me and Tommy on Twitter. Like I said, man, uh, we talk about a lot of gaming related stuff. So other than that, once again, I appreciate you guys making it to the end of the show. Um, I just want to say thank you. You know, it's been fun. It's always been real. But until next time, of course, guys, never stop gaming. Thank you, podcast listeners and gaming addicts for making it to the end of today's episode. If you would like to write to the show or send fan mail, feel free to email us at finesse.kings with a Z gaming at gmail.com. That's finesse.kingsgaming at gmail.com. We would really love to hear from you guys. Thank you and look out for the next episode. Oh, thank you.